0: "'Good morning, Captain.' The ship's autopilot greeted him. Its voice mimicked a popular actress that Carl had a crush on. "'How did you sleep last night?' Carl put his helmet in the rack on the back of the couch, a place quickly accessible from anywhere in the room. He stretched and yawned as the command couch rotated and opened like the petals of a flower. "'Good. How are you?' "'I am well, thank you. All systems are green.' the artificial intelligence replied. How is Catherine? Carl felt a pang of sadness at hearing her name. In the past three weeks, the romance had been deep and intense. He was madly in love. But in seven days, it was all going to end. Catherine would head back to Earth, and he wouldn't see her again, unless he extended his tour four times. She'd return freshly thawed, having aged only a couple of months, He'd be ten years older. Maybe he'd get a second month with her. A man could dream. She is well. The farewell party is in two days. Ava noted the pain in his voice. I am sorry that she is leaving. I know how much she means to you. Sympathy from a computer? Carl didn't know how to respond. The ship wasn't like any he had ever flown. Autopilots were tools. You told them what to do, and they did it. They said only what was needed to get the job done. They responded to questions or alerted you to trouble. They reminded you of upcoming tasks like any good assistant. They didn't try to become your friend. The space pod that taxied him to work every morning didn't chat him up. Why was Ava advanced way beyond what was needed to pilot the ship? The ship itself was more than he was used to. It wasn't the impulse drive, or that the power generator was capable of running for several human lifetimes. That was common. It had other features that made him think of the interstellar ships that were being built for the manned mission to Alpha Centauri. The Krutznayer was smaller and didn't have a spinning section, but otherwise it was fully loaded with features. He was going to be doing a lot of flying. The station was far enough from the black hole that he needed range and speed. Whenever he needed to circumnavigate the singularity pair, he'd be gone for a week or two. That was probably why the ship was outfitted with not only a molecular printer, but also a super 3D printer like the ones on the station that made food and machine parts. Molecular printers, usually called replicators, held stocks of elements in molecular chains. It held most of the periodic table, and almost anything small enough to fit inside the chamber could be fabricated. Of great surprise was the disintegrator. A disintegrator was a molecular disassembler that took objects and broke them down into their component elements, which were used to restock the replicators. They also created pre-made high-use molecules and proteins, a strategy to speed up the fabrication process. The replicator would save his butt if the ship broke while he was far away. Maybe the disintegrator was a safety net in case the reserve of key elements was low during an emergency. But the freezer? Why did he have two of them? The black hole wasn't that far away. He would never have a use for it. He'd never be out longer than a few weeks. Suspended animation was only used when a flight took years. Maybe months, if you were daring. But then, there was always the chance that the cells with the artificially induced mutations would out-reproduce the unmodified ones, making each subsequent freeze safer. One odd thing he had been cautioned about was that the mutated cells usually protected their close neighbors. If one went a long time without being frozen, it was possible that the remaining normal cells could out-reproduce the modified ones. Once the number of modified cells fell below 97%, the gene mod no longer sufficed. So, some day, being frozen could unexpectedly be a death sentence. Not that he'd notice. The anesthesia would knock him out, he'd go to sleep, and never wake up. In a disaster, the Kruitsnir could sustain four people indefinitely. It would be cramped and miserable, but having a lifeboat did make sense now that he thought about it. They were a long way from home. If he had to hightail it back to Earth, only two people could be frozen, Assuming they didn't take turns, the other two would be awake for the entire five year journey. What's the mission profile for today? We will drop a probe into the accretion disk for one of the research teams. Second, we will assume a position and observe a Bravo flock as it passes